This is the Diggy Chicks Podcast with Mandy and Tyler. Take it to the limit one, one more time. time. Oh, dang, we're recording. Episode number seven. That's my girl. Someone's got to keep track. Hey, now. Last week I edited the episode and I <laughs> I called it episode seven, but it was episode five. Right? Six. Six. I don't even know. I don't wow. even know. It was episode six. So when Colin was trying to finish editing, he's like, uh, what did she name it? <laughs> oh, just me not knowing what day it is. You were ahead of the game. What That's year what it, it is. Was. I know my mind was on this episode. So Yeah. So we'll see. We're closing out spooky season already this episode is coming out on the 30th yep i believe of october october 29th it's coming out on the 29th oh 29th okay well happy october 29th if you're listening to this on this date uh halloween's like real soon do you think adults are gonna dress up this year i'm an adult that'll be dressing up i love that for you that's because you're going away yeah i don't even know if we're doing anything because like i don't know what bar i feel like if you're dressing up you need to do something I'd like to. We'll see. I mean. Either way, I better get photos. Yeah. I don't want to say what I'm being on the podcast in case like I'm not it and I have to save it for like next year or something. No. You definitely have to dress up because then we can post it on the Instagram. I definitely will. I hope I do. See me all dressed up. It's so cute. I'm so excited. I love Halloween. It's my favorite. I can't wait to see. I've been wearing my Ouija board earrings. Yes, that should have been included in that last episode. I love those. I got those in Salem when I went last year. Super festive. Yeah. We're spooky girls over here. Both of us have been to Salem. Yes, I went three years in a row when Hanalei was younger. Super cool. I went last year with my girlfriends. Yeah. When COVID is over, hopefully next October we can resume yearly visits. It's just one of those places you go every year and it didn't get old to us. We even did a couple of the same things and it just felt fun and new every time we went the weekend before halloween last year and it was just like really 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 crowded and busy i'd like to go maybe like the last weekend of september yeah when it's really busy like the streets i feel like are small it was kind of like painful to be there like yeah it was it's a, really it was... hard like parking is tough because nothing has its own parking lot we ubered or walked honestly we were really close to the town so we just walked from our house to yeah see we stayed in the same hotel every time we went mm-hmm and it was maybe a 15-minute drive, but you made, like, one turn the entire time. So we would go early in the morning and find one parking, parking spot and then walk pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Or the trolley you can take, and it's a, you know, hop-on, hop-off type thing. So I'm we would park near the trolley where you could hop on, and then we would get off and back on wherever throughout mm-hmm. town all day. Yeah. I think but, it's so freaking cool. Yeah, if you've never been, you absolutely should go, yeah. even if it is for a long weekend, because that's what we did, and that was perfect. Like, yeah. if you went for two nights, three days type thing, perfect. Oh, it's a perfect amount of time. Mm-hmm. We were like, okay, I'm glad we didn't do it longer, because we were worried we'd run out of things right. to do. Um, so, if you've never been, you absolutely should, and yeah. definitely go to the House of Seven Gables. And they do a lot of reenactments yes. in the museums, too. But also, um, Hocus Pocus was fil- filmed there. So, yes. like, you can go see where everything was filmed. The house, is... the cemetery. Yeah, we did that. We, like, went to, like, Max's house and... Mm-hmm. Very cool. And did that. That was fun. So much fun. Oh. 
it's so like sad seeing all of like my memories on Instagram and like I'm not doing anything right now. Yeah, like I we am used next to leave weekend, the house so. for fun stuff. Yeah, like I so kind of just want to pick up and go, like next week and a weekend after that kind of I thing. Know, me too. And there's I just nowhere up. we can go where it will be fun with children yeah. anyway. Yeah, Ty's going oh, to Chai Town. Chai Town. She's such baby. a jet setter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So what are your, do you have any highs and lows this week? Highs and lows. Um, my high of the week. Hmm. Damn, I don't know. I had a good night yesterday. My friend Morgan and I, who will be, I guess we can say it, she'll be on a podcast episode uh, soon. We have some guests coming. Um, I don't know. It's either the next episode or the episode after that one. I'm mm-hmm. not sure the order in which they're going up, but you'll be meeting Morgan soon. But her and I went to the beach yesterday and had wine. I had alcohol for the first time so um, in a couple months. Uh, and it was great and it went well and I didn't get sick. So the little, the little victories we have over here. Yes, it was very foggy, it looked like. It was very foggy, it was eerie, but... Oh, I just cracked my finger and everyone heard that. Sorry, guys. It was very foggy um, and eerie, but there was someone, like, paragliding? Is that what it is? Parasailing? Not on a boat. He was, like, a a human kite. (laughs) Like, up in the air or on the water? He was, like, on the water. That's parasailing. Parasailing? Mm -hmm. I thought parasailing was when you go up in the big... We'll see. Thing off the back of a boat. Here we go again. Down a rabbit hole. I mean, we did you, this once, you are probably sure. right. I don't know what I'm talking about. But we watched him try and just, he, it was so windy and wet. And I just, I don't think it was the conditions for it. Nope, you're right. Parasailing is when you're up in the air. So what is it called when, what he was Let's doing? Look. Paragliding, <laughs> you might be right. Oh, getting, gliding. I think nope, paragliding that's not it either. you jump off canyons. Windsurfing. Windsurfing. <sighs> Yeah, that makes sense. I saw someone windsurfing. <laughs> uh, but that was fun. It was a nice little girl's night. Windsurfing. Nope. That's not it either. What <laughs> the actual... He had, like, a literal, like, parachute that was, like, super high in the air, and he was on, like, a surfboard-like thing. It's not important. <laughs> I need to know, though. Um... The low is probably going to be when I take my statistics uh, test on uh, Saturday morning. Parasailing is towed behind a vehicle, usually a boat, while attached to a specially designed parachute known as a parasail. A lot of that's going to be cut. We're leaving all of that in. Everyone just got a lesson in water sports. Are you ready to move on? <laughs> what were your highs and lows of the week? You didn't say hello. I said probably my statistics test I have to take on Saturday morning. Oh, okay. Um, My high this week, I would have to say, is it something that's already happened to us or something that's coming? Because the week isn't over yet. It's supposed to be something that's already happened to you. But, like, I didn't have a really bad low this week, so. Okay. I kind of have two highs, I guess. Okay, we love two My highs. My first high is knowing that I have to write my vows this week. 
I have a deadline, y'all. <laughs> and I will meet the deadline. I hope so. I started on them today. I guess it just feels more real now. Even yeah. though it's something so private, I guess we'll call it, mm-hmm. and so small, it's for us, and I think it feels real and it's still exciting. Yeah. Even though there's no aisle, there's no, you know, all of our family is not going to be there. It's still special. <clears throat> it's still exciting. And when and, we um, pre-record our episodes, the next two, because I will be quarantining, <laughs> um, you'll have a new high, probably. Yes. I can kind of tell you, give you a little, a brief overview of how brief our ceremony was. Looking forward to that. But that's my high. I have another small high. I've reconnected with my sister, so that's exciting. Yeah, definitely. It's been all positive, which is great, because there wasn't a lot of that in my family growing up, so that's been nice. Yeah. Any lows? Low. Not to bring you down. I know, right? Um, I feel like the upcoming election is really making me anxious. Yeah, I feel that. So I'm just ready for that to be over. Yeah. Whatever the result may be, I'm just ready for everyone to stop talking. This is the last episode before the election. Yeah, so we're going to have, I'm sure we're going to have something to say after. I know we don't want to get too controversial, but that's really, we're going to get... I think it's weighing on us. It's our lives. Yeah. We're keeping it real. So however yeah. we're feeling after. We'll see what happens. Comes. Yeah. I'm trying to remain optimistic, yes. but also realistic. So yeah. we'll see. Um, what other housekeeping do we have? I finally freaking finished the haunting of Bly Manor. Yeah. I we're in the process of watching that. That's actually the one thing I feel like I've stayed awake for lately that we've been watching. Um, I even said to Colin last night, I'm like, can you put on something that'll keep me awake? And we watched The Bly House. It's how pretty many, good. How many episodes? It's a little spooky. Do you know? Mm, no, I don't know. Um, I stopped watching it for like a week at like episode five, I think. And then mm-hmm. like finally picked it up and I was like, okay, I have to finish it because I talked about it and I have to right. like, you know. It's pretty good. I don't want to say spooky. I said spooky, but it's the, more like a little creepy. The last episode was the best one in the whole series. Huh. Like, I'm so glad I stayed watching it and just to see the last episode. Well, I hope was... that there's another one. Because these are, it's so far, these two seasons are good. I think they'll keep them going. I feel like they do well. Everyone likes them. Yeah. They're really good. I hope. And I really like the actors. Like, I didn't really love them in the first one. I liked the storyline more, but I liked the actors more in this I season. I like the woman who's considered the housekeeper. Hannah Gross. I think. I love her beautiful and her outfits iconic i knew you would love her i love her style so cute with her earrings and her coordinated outfits she i feel like i want to be her she has nice lips too because she always wears lipstick beautiful i love how women look in lipstick and i have really nice lips i must say Mm -hmm. when they're not dry i agree and i'm so afraid to put lipstick on my lips I it's just because it you don't do it a lot, so it's like a... And I'm very plain Jane, so to put, uh, like, something bold on my yeah. face like that, I would feel funny. I'm a big fan of a red lip. I probably would look fierce, not gonna lie. Yeah, but you would. <laughs> I'm my own worst critic, so... You look bomb as fuck, if I do say oh. so myself. Thanks. Um, what else? Do I have anything else going on? I don't know. 
what else is coming up? Um, We're doing a fall festival this weekend. I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's exciting. Pumpkin picking, finally, and petting zoo. Hopefully get a couple good photos. I should hopefully have really good news in the next episode. But we'll, oh, I just dropped my phone. Did you, have we talked about you the dog hunt? Yes. On yeah, the last we talked episode. about it. I'm hoping we have good news. Fingers we'll crossed. See. My fingers and toes are crossed. My fingers, finger toes. Yeah. <laughs> I do have finger toes. I can pick up things. Finger toes. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Good things, hopefully, on, yeah. on the, on the horizon. Crossed. Um, so we want to get into this episode. This is yeah. our last, uh, little spooky, spooky episode, yeah. uh, if you will. Yeah. Um, so we have some spooky stories from some listeners. Um, my dad, who has yet to listen to one of the episodes, even though he keeps telling me he will, he provided me with a story. So he you guys will get will, there. You'll hear from, uh, Sir Keith. Yes. Um, but we're going to start because Mandy has some superstitions. I have uh, two. Okay. Odd ones that my dad, um... He was kind of superstitious. He he firmly believed in Friday the 13th was a bad luck day. So he never called out of work. He was a provider. And he the only time he would ever call out of work is on Friday the 13th. Really? Yeah. Oh, he wouldn't even go to work. Yeah. He was the I won't walk under ladders type of guy. So he didn't even go to work. So he'd like He worked in a factory. Like... So maybe he was just afraid that, mm-hmm. I don't know. The machines and stuff maybe <laughs> would malfunction. Okay. Well, it must have worked for him because he didn't die on a Friday the 13th. Yeah. That's because he stayed home. <laughs> okay. Um, the other one was your foot being swept by a broom. What? Is bad luck. Really? And what was made it really weird was to kind of reverse the bad luck, he would spit on the bristles okay has anyone else ever heard of that i know it's that's so strange but i've never heard of that yeah i'm interested to know if other people have yeah so if anybody's ever heard of your foot being swept by a broom that's bad luck you know the step on a crack break your mother's back you know Mm -hmm. that like you know that thing do you step on the crack like do you like i have to say that even as an adult especially when i did mail carrying for a year at the post office i would really try to avoid stepping on the cracks of the sidewalk mom if you're listening to this i'm so sorry but i have to align my foot perfectly with the middle of the crack Yeah, I definitely would try to avoid the cracks in the sidewalk as an adult. And that was only a year ago, year and a half ago. Yeah, no. So I have I'm, to fit two of two steps in each like sidewalk square and I have to step on each crack. And also remember the old school ShopRite floors? Because now they've all been redone, but they used to have some colored squares. Yes, I used to hop. Yeah, same. Them. It was like, like hopscotch I'll, to the store. I'll pick the blue ones. My brother would pick like the green ones. Yeah. And we'd step. It was like hopscotch. Yeah. Yeah. We'd be like, the yellow ones are lava. Yeah. I hope that's not just in our shop, right? <laughs> well, shop rights aren't all over. So if you're listening in California or At literally anywhere else, anywhere else outside the tri state area, really. I'm so sorry if you didn't no have shop. colored tiles in your shop, right? Growing yeah. up. But if you went to an AMP, Hated going to AMP and Food Town. They, they no longer exist. They closed before I 
before uh, I was, like, a person. Wow. <laughs> Our age difference is showing. It really does show sometimes. It's so interesting. And uh, the other superstition that he had, I guess, um, was when you had the hiccups. Okay. Burning the edges of a piece of straw from the broom and putting it in the baby's hair. When the baby has hiccups? Yeah. To stop hiccups. What the hell? Yeah. I have a trick for stopping hiccups, courtesy of Hold my your boss. <laughs> no, not that. Courtesy of my boss, and it works. He, okay, ready? You cup your ears, and then you chug water. So you need you need assistance. I was going to say. Yeah. How do you do that? Um, so, like, someone just has to, like, hold your ears so, like, no, you can't, like, it's, like, muffled so you can't hear anything. Mm-hmm. And then you chug water and they're gone instantly. Wow. And it works. I've done it a few times. See, I don't ever really get hiccups. I get them all the time. And when I get them, I'll have them for the entire day. It's miserable. Like, my chest hurts so bad. Do you think it's, like, the diaphragm thing? I don't know. It's always been like that since oh, I was okay. little. Like, I've always gotten yeah, hiccups I'm... and they've lingered for the rest of my life. <laughs> if I do get them, but it's every once in a very, very blue moon, I just do the holding my breath thing or they just don't last that long when they go away. So I'm easily scared if someone, like, comes up behind me that I don't know is coming up behind me. So, like, I always just tell people, I'm just like, can you get someone to scare me? Yeah, just freak me out and within like three minutes i forgot that i said that because i have the tension span of a goldfish and then i get the hiccups are gone so it's a it's it's great it works every time it's like dory yes i am dory i forget everything very quickly Ugh. all right should we hop into our our guest stories yes all right let's start i haven't heard your guest stories but i know mine definitely pretty good one this is totally off topic but i need to talk about the bachelorette for a second yeah go ahead i forgot to bring that up i used to watch it religiously and i haven't in recent years been able to really get into it i only watch it now because one of my favorite podcasts is called the chatty broads if you haven't listened to it it's so good um but the first season of bachelor bachelorette anything that i watched was um well, I guess it's not her season. Why did I start watching The Bachelor? I think you just like Becca. Yeah, well, Becca was on, like, the second season I ever watched. Becca Martinez, who hosts Chatty Broads. I became obsessed with her because she's just cool as shit. And she has a podcast. And the co-host is cool as shit, too, uh, Jess. And uh, if you like Bachelor, Bachelorette, listen to their podcast because they're the bee's knees i'll tell you um but anyway this season of the bachelorette is claire crawley i think her last name is i cannot stress this enough i can't stand this woman i it's really bad when you can't stand like the main i'm gonna be honest i haven't liked any of the leads in like a little while, mm-hmm. like probably like two, two or two seasons, three seasons. I don't know. Hannah Brown was the last person I liked, and I no longer am interested in anything she has to say or do ever again. Um, the last one I watched with you was Lindsay, Rachel, Rachel. 
Yeah. Lindsay. That was a great season. I loved her. Mm-hmm. She kept it real. Yeah, she did. Loved her. Um, but Claire is just absolutely, like, just... I don't like calling people crazy, but, like, she's nuts. In what way, though? She's, like, so dramatic, and, like, she... To quote my friend Brittany, she wants somebody who will clap for her when she shits. Like, she just needs you to, like, be the most supportive person on the entire planet and, like, give her all of your attention. And, like, I feel that on a spiritual level. But is it realistic and healthy in a relationship? Absolutely not. Yeah. And, like, just seeing how she interacts and, like, she, like, forced the one guy to, like, open up and, like, talk about, like, his childhood trauma. Like, she was just, like, prying, and you could tell he didn't want to talk about it, and she kept asking questions, and she was asking every question with a fucking smile on her face. And I'm like, he's clearly so uncomfortable, and you're bringing up trauma, and, like, you're getting off on this. And smiling about it. It was just fucking weird. And then later on in the episode, I don't think she has anything to do with this, but the guys had to play strip dodgeball. Which is funny until they're taking off their actual underwear and they're just, like, holding their penises in their hands. It was just, like, very tasteless to me. I was going to say, that would be a big turn-off for me. It was seriously tacky. And I'm, like, watching this and I'm looking at – I was watching it with two of my friends and we're watching it and I'm just like, this is insane. Like, watching this is so bizarre. Like, such a violation of privacy. Like, these guys literally holding their junk in their hands. All that to find love. All that to find love. And possibly. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. I don't even think any Bachelor relationships have worked out since Rachel. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Oh, I guess. I do like looking back on them. Like, who's actually survived the media and. (laughs) Not much. (laughs) Social media. (laughs) Oh, anyway, if you watch The Bachelorette right now and you want to talk about it, please reach out to me. I'm dying to talk about it because i just cannot believe this woman is like a thing right now i think i'm gonna watch an episode or two just to get a feel for her see how i the first episode was literally so boring but the second one was so dramatic like i can't wait for the first episode is always good because you meet the men but it wasn't like that because of covid like there weren't like any introductions you just like they just talked about covid the like entire fucking thing oh it was just, it was so, it I was think dumb. because it's affected so many people and mostly a negative way. So. Absolutely. It would like, be a topic But of I watch, like, I don't watch TV a lot, like, ever. Right. So Same. for me to watch TV, I'm, I'm trying to escape everything. Like, I read the news. Yeah. I don't want to see you. it in reality TV. But that's, like, even at work. Even I though it like... is reality. I understand. Right. Like, I'm being an idiot. But, like. I feel like it's just a topic of how people make conversation nowadays. Yeah. Because it is such a big deal. Absolutely. Such a big deal. But, like, I'm just tired. I get... I totally get what you're saying, but... Uh, Anyway. I also know why it was probably talked about so much. Yeah. No, good points. All valid points. Um, Anyway, we will get back to spooky stories. Yes. So, this one is courtesy of my friend Brittany. Um, It's not actually courtesy of her at all. It is courtesy of her boyfriend, Scott who is a very, very talented photographer. We will link him in the bio. Um, but this is his spooky story. So here's the voice memo straight from the horse's mouth. Enjoy. Hey, guys. Um, long-time listener. Thanks for having me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so which one? Do I, can I do it just one? You want yeah, just so one all I told her so far. Oh, wait, do you want just one? I'm asking. Do you want oh, just she'll one? take it all. Well, I have two Give it all stories. to her. Yeah. Okay, so my first ghost story was, <clears throat> this is the first experience I had. Um, Make sure you say the setting. Like, where was it? I was at, well, my, I, was, I lived in Indiana, an old farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. You had to that. literally drive, I would say, every bit of 15 to 20 minutes outside of the nearest town. Every to get to, like, ever. my house. And I had no neighbors for, like, a mile each fucking direction. Shit was nuts. Ooh, spooky. Big old farmhouse. Old farmhouse. <laughs> and uh, I was watching my baby brother's my junior year of high school. And he was in the young... I don't remember how old he was at this time. It was 2000... Was, so that's, like, 2011. He's yeah. 11 now. So, so he was, like, two or three. Okay, so he he doesn't, you know, he's just, like, chatting shit. And I'm so in, but his brain, like, he knows what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, he knows he's talking to, you know what I'm saying? Like, right? His brain yeah. at that point. He knows what's going on. Right, so he's just like, I'm in the kitchen, and I'm in the living room. And I see him, like, just, like, looking up towards, like, you know, talking. And I'm like, yo, what are you, who are you talking to? And he's like, the guy. And I'm like, what are you talking about? What guy? And he, like, pointed, and he goes, the guy right there. And uh, that's that ghost story because, because that no one scared, was there. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the, well I was watch. I said I was watching him. That was that's what yeah. I said I was watching him. I was alone, and he was in the kitchen by himself, and that scared the shit out of me, like bone chilling, like fucking. Whoa. So then, <clears throat> the second time. Is this the same house? The second. The time? same house. Yeah, I okay. was sleeping um, upstairs, and there was like an attic sort of room. And me and my brother shared a room, one on opposite ends. It was like a long, I would say the room was, I don't know how fucking long it was. Anyway, he was nowhere near me. And, uh, but we were sleeping and I felt someone like, like nudging me. I'm like, what? I'm like, Jeremy. I'm like, what? Jeremy. And then you hear him across the, across the room. He goes, what, dude? He's laying on his bed. Yeah. So he was sleeping and someone was touching him. And he thought it was his brother, but no, his brother. I thought my was brother was. I thought my brother room. was trying to wake me up. Essentially, I thought he thought I was sleeping. He was trying to wake me up in the middle and of the night. This was like the one hundred year old old farmhouse, right? This house was old. Me, oh, what was the address? Like old enough know. that someone definitely died in it. Oh, every bit of it, yeah. Oh my God, yeah, hundred percent. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. So, Thailand, <laughs> that's our story. Okay. Do you think it's true that like kids can? see ghosts and stuff before yes. it, like we're already convinced that rowan sees people that are important to us that he hasn't been able to meet yet physically yeah so like he stares off and smiles and like coos and laughs but we look up and <laughs> there's no one there but it's as if he's looking at me yeah and i can feel he's, and see like, how much he loves me you. yeah but he's not even looking in my direction he's like looking Oh, like around the room. Around, but so fixated on something as if he's looking at me. Because mm. you know how, like, he looks at me and, like, like I am the provider of his milk, like, so adoration. he looks at me. Yeah. yeah. And it's the same way, but he's not looking in my direction or at Colin or at Hanalei. And he's laughing, smiling, cooing at something. So we're convinced that it's either, like, my dad or Colin's stepdad. I mean, that's nice. Or grandpa. Great grandpa. I think that's true. I think that's so creepy. So I do believe that kids see and hear things that we can't. 
Could you imagine? Okay, so Scott literally lived in like a horror movie setting. Yeah, a old ass like I can picture it in the middle of Indiana. We both listen to Crime Junkie, and they live in Indiana, yeah. and that's like murder capital of the world. Yeah, <laughs> all the awful shit happens in Indiana. If you're from Indiana, you're listening to this. I'm sorry, but scary shit happens there. Yeah, but his story about someone nudging him in his sleep. I feel like when I've said that, I feel like I've felt my dad's presence before. I can almost like you know how somebody walks by you and they kind of put their hand on like, like your side or something of, like excuse me back. kind yeah. of i've felt that like a nudge which has creeped like me out because i know i'm by no? myself and i like kind of jump and turn to look mm-hmm. behind me and there's obviously no one there it's weird because you can really like really feel it yeah oh god all right let's move so on so that it is creepy creeping me out let's uh <laughs> you have a story i do have a story from my friend val she is um a true crime junkie like me so yeah so she wanted to share her story it creeped me out so i hope it it works for you guys ready so when i was 13 i babysat for a bunch of neighborhood families had my own little business and i was babysitting one night for the family that had a three-year-old girl and a one-year-old boy they lived in an old-style victorian house that has three floors the third floor is where the kids' bedrooms were and the bathroom where they took their baths and stuff, and the parents' room was right under them on the second floor. So we were upstairs. Kaylee, the three-year-old, was in her bedroom playing with her dolls, and Jacob, the one-year-old, was in the bathtub. I was giving him a bath, and all of a sudden, Kaylee and Jacob, at the exact same time, started screaming at the top of their lungs, crying. Kaylee was yelling for her mom. It was insane and then all of a sudden all three dogs that they have started barking and running up the stairs towards us so i grabbed jacob out of the tub and i run to the room that kaylee's in i'm 13 (laughs) scared out of my mind at this point run to the room that kaylee's in shut the door and i get down on the floor with her i was like what's wrong what's wrong please tell me what's wrong and she's like she's like uncle rick uncle rick is here and i said what what do you mean uncle rick is here does he live here and she goes no no no, he's right behind you and i was like what do you mean there's nobody here kaylee she's like um, he's right behind you, all serious. So I scoop both children up at this point, and I run downstairs to the phone in the kitchen, and I call their parents to come home because I can't get the kids to stop crying. It was a zoo. The dogs wouldn't stop barking. I tried letting them out. They wouldn't go. So they come home, and I start to tell the mom the story, how the kids started, uh, kids started crying, and the dogs started barking, and she said that Uncle Rick was here, and the mom just gasped. And she looked at me, and she's like, are you serious? She said, Uncle Rick. And I said, yeah. She said, Uncle Rick was here. So then the mom proceeds to tell me a story of Uncle Rick, who attempted to, who was dead. He was murdered in prison because he attempted to slaughter his entire family um, one night by setting the house on fire, pouring gasoline all over them and their beds. That He didn't harm them before he tried to set the fire, but... um, The grandmother, the mother-in-law, woke up because she smelled gasoline she thought it was from her kerosene heater but it worried her enough to get up and get her daughter because she was afraid of a fire hazard well the daughter wakes up and she's like where's rick i can't find rick it's so strange he's not here so they go outside and then the flames start coming up from the back of the house they can't find rick still so eventually the police figure out that rick is the one that set the fire uh they start looking for him they finally find him he was tried he had drugs on him at the time and everything he was high off of his rocker when they found him 
So he went to prison, and I guess the prison folks don't take it too kindly when you try to murder children. So he was murdered in prison. He was beaten to death. But the mom, when she was telling me the story, she said that she had never, ever, ever said Rick's name around the little girl. The little girl had no idea there was even Uncle Rick in the family. Nobody ever mentioned his name because everybody was so ashamed to be part of, to be associated with him. So that's the Uncle Rick ghost story. I never babysat for them again. And within a year, that entire family was gone. They moved. The house got torn down eventually within like 18 months from that day. The house got torn down. Pretty crazy. Uncle Rick. Fucking Uncle Rick, man. That's horrifying. That is so wild. And I kind of love it because it's like a true crime story with, you know, some spook built in. That is crazy. I kind of want to look up details on this. I I don't. I. If I was her. (laughs) I would, I would never babysit again. I would be in a mental institution. I would never babysit again. I don't know if again. I'd be able to get over that trauma. <laughs> Val, you amaze me. Holy shit. Yeah. I would never babysit again. The house was like 100% haunted because they wouldn't have torn it down if like... Uncle no one Rick, else is going to live in it. Uncle Rick was there. Like he was vibing in that house. Yeah. I want to inquire more info. I want to get more info. Yeah. I want to know the true crime end of it. Like all the details so freaking scary. yeah that's right. wild um i Thanks, have one Val, more. for sharing yes thank you val um i have one more this is my dad's story i have heard this story i have not listened to this voice memo yet <laughs> i have not heard um, this story so i'm excited so and your dad's a good storyteller like he's a good like yeah, he, he likes is. to talk so he's a good storyteller. he's really good in person we'll see how he is uh vocally let's yeah, hear let's my dad's see. radio skills come on keith okay <laughs> and my father had passed away a couple months earlier and I was angry really angry and I was doing what most kids who were 22 who just lost their dad would do and that was go out often as I could and drink as much as I could my friend Chris and I had gone out to Jenkinson's in Point Pleasant and uh Our ride left us because we kind of ignored them for a couple hours and we had to walk home. So we were walking home from Jenkinson's to Brick and we were both really drunk. We were walking on Route 35 and uh, we were pretty angry. (laughs) And uh, we got picked up by uh, a very nice group of uh, girls who picked us up in their Jeep and they drove us home. And a couple uh, minutes later, after I got home, I'm walking my dog, Alex, around the corner from my house, and I began to talk to my dad like I always did when I was alone, um, talking or thinking out loud and uh, talking to him, giving an update on things and letting him know I missed him and, and you know, how angry I was and how sad I was and whatnot. And uh, I'm walking my dog. It's about 2.30 in the morning. And I stopped and I said, you know, hey, dad, if you can hear me, you know, let me know. Am I, like, am I wasting my time doing this or, or what? And, uh, you know, I'm really upset. I'm really, you know, in my feelings. And all of a sudden, like a hurricane comes by and all the trees just started bending with this you know, strong gust of wind that lasted about 10 seconds. 
And uh, and at that point, I realized that, that, you know, he was listening to me and he was there and he heard me. Or at least I'd like to believe he did. And uh, that was the closest thing to a supernatural event that I think I've ever experienced. And uh, although I'm still somewhat skeptical, I believe on that night in July of 1992 that, you know, my dad spoke to me through that gust of wind. And, uh, and that's my story. <laughs> I could just imagine, like, the chills. It made me, that makes me think about I was at a cemetery Mm -hmm. visiting every year. We do like a memorial thing for my cousin who passed away and he was young. He was like 31, 32 when he passed away. And there was a really, we of course were talking about him and like how much we miss him and all these memories. And all of a sudden there was like a huge gust, almost like just like a huge spiral of leaves and stuff. And that freaked me out because it lasted about like 10 to 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy shit, did you guys like see that? I was so loud too. So that makes me think of that. Yeah. It's you like don't that realize m- how long amount of time that is. 10 to 15 seconds. Yeah. yeah. Like that's a, that's, yeah. Yeah. Spooky shit. It's well, nice though. I feel like it's another one of those comforting things that like they're letting you know that they're there. So yeah. I hope that. Your my dad, dad did tell that. me that, like, he was shaking in his boots when that happened. Like, chills all over his body, yeah. and, like, he couldn't move. He, like, froze. It would definitely spook me for sure, but, I, like I said, I hope it's almost comforting for him. Yeah. To know that he, his dad could be visiting. Hopefully. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I'll let you know when I get there. <laughs> if that's how that works. It's um, not for a long time. Ah, uh, we'll see. Anyway... <laughs> uh that's about it um Mm. you guys won't be hearing from real-time us in about for three weeks yeah close to a month so um we'll be posting on instagram keeping you guys in yeah because we're gonna be busy recording so we'll be we'll be posting um so uh happy election season and halloween that's what we're parting you with here we won't be talking to you for a good amount of time yeah uh after this episode you'll be hearing from us yeah we'll be posting us we want all the feedback yes please anyway as always follow us on instagram dicky chicks podcast and rate us five stars and rate us share throw us a review yeah all that good stuff we love to hear it hell yeah well we're That's signing off. I really want to go eat my my uh my calzone now. Yes. All right, all. Good Give night and happy tummy. Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye. Ooh.